Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download on this uh, Saturday morning. And uh, yeah, what? Well, 2nd of July today and a bit of rain about. And as I welcome a new look, a new look, Darling Download, I welcome my offsider, Chris Nelson. Chris O, the captain, Capitan, Mark Braybrook. He's, he's stepped aside. I've I've gone up a rung here steering the <laughs> ship, which is a big concern. And uh and yeah, we've got you on board to find us some winners also. Sammy, we've weeded him out finally. <laughs> we got rid of him. No, no, not at all. Mark's done a terrific job, but he's doing some other things, which is great. And look, it's great to be with you on this Saturday morning. Love my Toowoomba racing. Hopefully I can uh, help the uh, listeners back a winner or two. Bit of uh bit of rain about, which is uh yeah, which is well, a concern, isn't it? it for, was... Obviously for the, the sunny coast today and then uh Toowoomba tonight. Well, in fairness, Toowoomba does a, a fantastic job uh when you know, even when we had that crazy rain with the floods and everything, uh they did an enormous job to to continue on racing and they even took uh, an extra meeting. They did, that's right. And yeah, Toowoomba seems to cope with it very well. And I know we're chatting to um Rex Lip later in the show, so I might ask him what he thinks about the pattern of racing at Toowoomba when the rain does come. But, of course, we didn't race at Toowoomba last Saturday, so the tracks had an extra week to uh, – had a bit of a break, I suppose. But, yeah, this rain, it's been so nice, Sammy, over the last uh, four weeks. It was always going to come to an end, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and uh, we're also going to have a chat to Jackson Murphy, a jockey who is in good form, and and, uh, he's he's a good talent, Jackson. He's – you know, when he gets – a, a nice ride. He often delivers, and yeah, I think uh, great to see him uh, get a winner in town uh, last week. And and I think uh, he can uh, go to Toowoomba tonight with uh, a couple of chances anyway, and uh, he'll give them good rides. So look forward to, to chatting to Jackson and JD. He's going to continue tipping with us uh, on our new look, darling. Download uh, you and I and JD are going to go head to head. For the weekend with tips for Toowoomba, the sunny coast, and then nationally. Who was winning that competition? I think I might have won. Yep. Really? Yeah. Okay. So so we're so all I've back done to the others a favour. We're all back to we're all back to a, a clean slate now. And uh I think JD is look, he, he's gonna be better for the run. I, I I'm detecting that uh he's uh, there's going to be a bit of confidence uh, going into this tipping competition, that's for sure. Sammy, we need to get um Emily Lang on the show. Wow. What about that? Yeah, well, I might do that uh, next week. I'll tee that up if uh, Emily's got rides at, at Toowoomba for sure because uh, can you imagine going to the races on your first day and riding a winner on your first day at the races and then fronting up on the second day, the second day at the races and you bag five, <laughs> five for five at Warwick. Unbelievable. 
And she's already outridden her four kilogram claim. <laughs> it would days. have to be a record. <laughs> it would have to be a record. That that is unheard of. Uh, I'm I'm sure that that would be a record. Uh, how quickly she outrode that that uh, four kilo claim. But uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's amazing. You know, when when you when you you ride one, you're excited. Uh, you ride two, and you just go, "How good's this?" Then you ride three, you go, "What about this race four? By the time you ride four, you're just going, "How easy is this caper?" And then you just bag five, and just going, "Wow, we uh, that fantastic! It's an uh, amazing achievement." And of course, she's uh, apprenticed to Steve O'Day and Maddie Hoisted. We spoke to Maddie Hoisted on the punters mate yesterday, and you come up, you talk about falling back to earth or coming back down to earth. She had a little bit of a tumble during the week, so we hope all is okay there. But, yeah, when you've ridden one winner at your first meeting and five winners at your second, the only way is down sometimes, unfortunately, <laughs> and that's what happens. So we wish uh, Emily all the best. Yeah. Now, we had a good meeting at Gatton last week. Uh, we had no racing at Toowoomba, as you say, so the, the track has had a, a, a good rest uh, leading into tonight's meeting. Gatton was a good meeting uh, Gamelon Bolt took the money for Les Babatilli in the first. The second race, oh, Mystic Aroma got rolled. What price was it? It was short. It, it was short. Bambalam, which, look. Did you tip that Bambalam? I don't want to say too much, but, uh, yeah, I tipped it. Pat Duff, he's a freak. His horse yes. is just, he hasn't fit well. And, uh, yeah, I think it's one at the track. I think I liked it because it, it had good form at the track. It, it had a win and a placing but anyway, got up and, and rolled the shorty there. Keep moving forward was a good winner for Michael Nolan and Steph Lacey in the third. Espresso love uh, for Jackson Murphy and Danny Bagore. And, uh, yeah, but that's sort of um, gone a little bit quiet, the whole Danny Bagore saga with Danny getting kicked out of uh, Eagle Farm, which is very disappointing. A famous racing name, and uh, he's a great trainer, Danny, and... His father was a superstar trainer, also, and uh, yeah, Strawberry very, Road fame. Yeah, very sad that uh, to to uh, sort of haven't heard any more whereabouts that's at. But uh, as I understand, it's it's still the case that uh, he has to relocate and find new stables. Uh, race five went to Mister Encore, Liam Birchley, and Jake Malloy, and Jake based at uh, Toowoomba. He's a good talent. He rode a double there at that meeting, winning jacked up. I tipped jacked up. Uh, last week in my tips against uh, JD, uh, everybody would have found it was short enough. But the Tony Matty Sears stable is uh, in good form. Tormina Rhythm won for Michael Murphy in race seven, race eight, Hostage of War. The Gatton Cup, Les Babatilli. I'm sure Les got a, a big buzz out of winning this race, Chris. Yeah, he would have. And look, Hostage of War looked the one on on the handicaps, was very well in in the race, had links on those. Uh, and I think... I think now I'm just checking this now. I thought I saw Hostage of War going around in a stronger race uh, today, but might not have accepted. So Hostage of War, a really nice front-running type. It was always going to be suited around Gatton. It goes around today at the Sunshine Coast in race one, uh, Bubba's Riding. And Sissy Fien won the last for Michael Frappel to Toowoomba trainer with Emma McPherson on board and Emma, of course, based at, uh, at Toowoomba. So, uh, yeah, we saw Toowoomba... Having a big presence, Toowoomba trainers, Toowoomba horses having a big presence uh, at that Gatton meeting, uh, that is for sure. Now, what can we go on to today? We, well, we, we have, obviously will touch lightly on that Sunny Coast meeting today, and it, I guess it's just it's 
just how much rain we get, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 all to do with the rain. I think we're going to get plenty of it. So, oh, look, we'll get through it. The sunny coast. Uh, it's the sort of track that'll. I mean, I think they'd run that meeting on that grass track whether we had um you know Armageddon roll in or something like that. I mean. There was no chance it would ever be moved to the poly track, not for those feature races. So we'll race, but we could be uh, – I think the last two races today are programmed to be run under lights. I wouldn't be surprised if they switched the lights on at about race two, Sam. Wow. <laughs> Might end up being a night meeting if the uh, if the rain falls all day, which it is supposed to or a forecast to do. And, Chris, how good was it to see uh, the Toowoomba star? He is probably the star of the show out of Toowoomba. Go Wanji oh. win uh, – during the week, uh, that was soft, wasn't it? It was, and that's him, isn't it? He just sits in the back of the field. Larry Cassidy just had him back last on the fence, which can be an awkward spot, but I think Larry ever was worried at all. He got him off the fence, and uh, yeah, he had the, the win. The winner was probably five lengths in front early in the straight, but you always knew that Go Wanji was going to run that horse down, and he cruised up and raced away. And you think you take a lot of benefit out of that. I love the way he went into the barriers. He looked like a lamb going in, which was a big problem with him. So they've done uh, plenty of good work with him over the last couple of months, and uh, I think we'll see him again shortly. I certainly hope so. He's a very, very promising horse. Good horse for the future, that's for sure. Go Wanji, he's a good horse uh, as it is, but I think he'll keep improving. I'd like to own him. Yeah, he's an absolute beauty. Okay, let's take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we'll have a chat to the inform Jackson Murphy. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Downlow, and one man uh, really interested to uh, have a chat to our next guest, Chris O, Jackson Murphy, who uh, just gets a limited amount of opportunities. But I tell you what, uh, he's uh, he's a very underrated jockey uh, up here in Queensland, and uh, it was great to see him ride a winner at uh, Eagle Farm on Painted Black. Uh, so yep. I, I back in June, and uh, I think uh, yeah, I think uh, Jackson is uh, he's in really well. He's, he's ridden, just good hard worker. He's ridden uh, in his last four rides. He's ridden two winners in a second. You can't complain about That's that. That's what you want. Welcome, Jackson, to the Darling Download. No, thank you very much for having me on, guys and, and listeners, and um, and uh, yeah, thanks for the rap. You're making me sound better than what I think I am, but um, no. I appreciate it. <laughs> Not at all. Now, Jackson, tell us about how it, how it got started for you. Uh, racing wise, yeah. Um, look, I've never been. My family's never really been a part of racing. Um, my uh, parents obviously owned a couple of racehorses growing up, and I used to go to the track with dad. And um, obviously, the racing bug caught me that way. And um, yeah, used to love just heading to the track and. I was light and small enough and I got a lot of people telling me when I was younger that, you know, you should give it a crack and um, I had nothing else to do, nothing else I was really interested in. I always liked sports. I thought, why not give it a go? And, um, yeah, here I am, you know, a few fair few years later from school, um, yeah, and living my best life, I guess. Are you still light? Do you have any problems with your weight? No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm still light. If, if I uh, wanted to, I could ride. 52 kilos, 51 kilos, it would, um, I'd have no problem doing that. It's just uh, trying to get the rides. And um, obviously, they're not that often. They do go that light. So, um, you know, I, I've got to try and compete with them guys then. And you can just eat like three meals a day and be 52 kilos? Yeah, easy. Yeah, no, I, I don't have any trouble. Obviously, as I'm getting older, I, I'm starting to get a little bit heavier. But um, throughout my career, I've, I've been pretty lucky with um, with being able to eat what I want when I want and um be able to show up to the races the next day, light as a feather. Let me tell you, that's going to catch up with you, Jackson, because I used to be like that. I could eat everything under the sun and not put any weight on. But now, 
uh, yeah, it's a bit different. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. No, that's what I'm trying to avoid at the moment. I've uh, noticed a couple, couple, a uh, few ticks here and there going on. So I'm yeah. starting to watch it and start and watch what I'm eating a bit more, uh, a bit more seriously. I'm not um, 18 anymore. I can't just do that anymore. So um, yeah, you got to start to look after it. It's an insane life, isn't it? Being a jockey, when you, uh, if you just telling just the lay person how many times you would get on the scales a day, uh, and the way, well, obviously not so much for you, but. I know uh, for, you know, for, for jockeys that uh, put weight on really quickly and, you know, and I know just winding the clock back to myself when when you would uh, go, you know, have something to eat down the street and then come back and jump on the scales and go, really? Did, really? Was it really that much? But it's, uh, yeah, it can, it can uh, I, I think as, as tough it is, as tough it is, as it is dieting and, and um, you know, Sticking to to a, a, a strict program with with uh, your body, it's uh, it's yeah, can be a massive uh, head wreck, should I say? Because uh, yeah, sometimes you can you can go to bed and and think, geez, I've got to lose this in the morning, and it's not ideal, is it? Yeah, exactly right. And I'm, as I said, I'm one of the lucky ones. I've seen plenty of my mates like Bailey Nordis and and all that, like you know, very good jockeys go through that, and unfortunately. You know, it, it's taking a toll on Bailey's body and um, losing all that weight, and um, you know he's, he's unable to ride anymore. So it's definitely sort of been been a bit of an eye opener watching these guys struggle with their weight. And I definitely don't want to get to that stage where I've pushed my luck too far. And you know, I I am on that end of the scale where I do have to start to really you know lose one or two three kilos a, a morning just to go to the races to ride you know a 55 or 56 kilo horse. So you know, um, I, I've you know, it's sort of, if anything, it's, um, yeah, woken me up to it. And, um, yeah, I'm now starting to try to combat it so I don't have to deal with it later. I want a bit of longevity in my career, and I think that's the one way to do it. So watch it now while I can do it. Now, you've got three rides uh, this evening. Uh, now, I want to get in first here, Jackson, because uh, I wanted to hear Sammy's pronunciation of the final two rides you've got. Uh, I've got the easy one, Confetti in the first race. Uh, what can you tell us about Confetti? The horse. Yeah, no. Um, I've I've had a quick chat to my manager, and and um, obviously no one's been nice enough to uh, put me on. Um, yeah, I don't know a hell of a lot about the horse. Um, the horse was the first start of confetti. Um, look, I I believe we've drawn really well, and I think mm. you know as first start, it's always a bit of a hard guy to get on, especially when they don't have any trial form. Um, obviously, I'll be able to talk to Mr. Nolan um, tomorrow more closely about the horse, but you know. Knowing that stable, they always have a horse, you know, when they want to put them in, and especially if they're heightened a little bit from the trials, you know, it'd be interesting to see how it goes. I reckon they'll have a nice little horse there. And being trained on on track is also a positive, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Exactly right. It's it's not necessarily a a track for every every horse and um, and jockey, uh, but, you know, I believe. You know, especially it is a big help up, uh, when they are trained up there. The air's a bit thinner up there, and not a lot of horses get around that track. So, you know, uh, it's it's good to be with a stable there with the first starter, like the Nolans. Um, I, I, you know, I believe it's a big benefit to especially the horses coming up from down um, out out oh sorry out east anyway from the you know Brisbane area. So, in race four, you're riding a horse called Jacken Hagar. I'm I'm gonna go with that, Chris. <laughs> now it's uh, it hasn't been hopeless uh, at the last couple at Toowoomba. No, not at all. If anything, I think the horse has 
been a little bit unlucky. Obviously, last start, um, it drew wide. It has a lot of gate speed, and it showed that pace, but unfortunately, it just couldn't get across. You know, a few dug up underneath it, and it looked to be, um, you know, three deep facing the breeze the whole way, which is a hard thing to do, especially up that hill at Toowoomba over a 1,000. Um, tomorrow, obviously, I'll have to talk to Wayne myself, but, um, you know, I, I'd be trying to employ them same tactics again, go forward, try and take the bad luck out of it. Um, but, you know, obviously, if it doesn't go to plan, I don't want to give the horse, you know, another difficult run. I believe the horse, if he has the right, you know, run in transit, I think he could be there for the finish. In the uh, sixth race, you're riding Boogie Lou from a... No, you're not riding. Yes, you are. You're riding Boogie Lou from a good gate here. Uh, looks to be a, uh, a type that's got good speed, so you can make adv- uh, take advantage of the good draw. It seems to be always up in the first three, four starts to date. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another, you know, Obviously, it's only had a minimal amount of races um, as well, and, and it has been a Toowoomba once before, uh, and it ran quite well there. So that's another bit of confidence I got out of it, obviously. Last start um, at Gatton, it, it had the same problem as what uh, Jacqueline Hagar had as well. Um, just got caught a little bit wide, mm. had to do a lot of hard work. But eventually, you know, it, it seemed to wind down the line. If anything, it was probably the one hitting the line better than the rest of them. So um, it, it's definitely one drawn well, I believe, can run a really good race. Jackson, you uh, before you get to Toowoomba tonight, you've got uh, one at the Gold Coast on Bastille Day, drawn a good gate and... Uh, it's it can mix it up a bit. It can, it can. Obviously, it's an ex Schweder horse, and uh, it's um, well prepared. I rode it a couple of starts ago at Toowoomba. Um, unfortunately, Toowoomba just didn't suit the horse. Um, I'm 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 happy that Tracy's. You know, I've been lucky enough to be back on the horse, and I believe back at the Gold Coast where it's trained, I, I think it'll. You know, especially with the good draw, it'll it'll put in a good fight. Obviously, it's a little bit of a, a tougher race with a few of them horses in it, but. Look, I'm not going to count it out. I think um, if we have everything go our way, I can't see why the horse can't be in the finish. Jackson, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, do you still ride work for Kelly Schweder or you used to ride work for Kelly Schweder? Uh, yeah, so I finished my time with uh, my apprenticeship with Kelly Schweder and I yep. stayed on there for, for, I think it was roughly a year. Um, I've recently left um, Kelly's. I'm now riding um, work at uh, Chris Anderson's. Yeah. Um, he's been um, he's been giving me a few rides here and there, and you know, and, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, he, you know, his horses are going very well at the moment, so I've been trying to get in there and and you know, throw my weight around, see if I can get a couple of the good ones here and there. But um, yeah, no, I, I yeah, six days a week I'm there, and you know, always trying to find the next opportunity. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, if you're there turning up, riding work, and uh, putting yourself on the spot, yeah, uh, you know, it's yeah, it's it only takes uh a bit of luck and, and one good horse, and then uh, it throws you up there in lights. Yeah, exactly right. You know, I, I, I've always been a big uh, fan of working. You know, I'm not afraid to to throw in the put in the hard work, and you know, ride a ten to twelve a morning or whatever it takes to get that, them opportunities. But you know, I think it's a hard enough game when you're not working. So I think if you are, you know, hopefully my work pays off and I can get a few decent chances soon. Obviously, it showed on Painter Black. I've been heading into. Deegan to ride for Christoph uh, Zintilis before I head to Eagle Farm in the morning. So um, obviously, yeah, that was um, that was a bit of a showing of, of what hard work can do. So just need a few more opportunities and try and take them when I get them. 10 to 12 work a morning? You'd get home, you'd be 49 kilos. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Lucky it's winter time at the moment. It's a bit <laughs> chillier in the morning, so I'm not losing as much weight. But yeah, summertime, I'm... Uh, I'm 
you know, I'm 49 kilos, ringing wet. It's not a bad problem to have anyway. No. It's a great problem to have. Uh, yeah, nothing better than going to the races when you don't have to cheat. Uh, that is for sure. <laughs> well, Jackson, yeah, thanks definitely. for joining us this morning and uh, best of luck today, tonight. And uh, so you got one at Kilcoy on Sunday. So all the best for the weekend. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. And um, yeah, good, um, good luck tipping and punting and uh, hopefully get a few winners over the weekend. Good on you, Jackson. Thanks very much. There is See you later. Jackson Murphy, who has been in super form. And yeah, he's a really good talent, Chris. I notice he's riding Hush Puppy at uh, Kilcoy on Sunday, Sammy. Might be a bit of a shoe issue there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, could be. So uh, drawing a good gate, and that's uh, around Kilcoy. That is, uh, I, that, that's a big bonus. I'm going to say that horse needs to improve. It's been beaten 58 lengths at Bundaberg and 14.2 at Kilcoy. Just the riding fee with that one, <laughs> Hush Puppy. Uh, but anyway, you never, never know. know. You never, you never, never, never know. know. Stranger things have happened. Okay, let's take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Rex Lip, great trainer from Toowoomba. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to the Darling Download, and one man who is a he's a Hall of Famer in the Darling Download, and that is Rex Lip. He's a Hall of Famer in Toowoomba, Chris. That's for sure. Rex, welcome to the Darling Download. Thanks, mate. Very much. Now, how's the uh, how's the morning looking uh, this morning? There's obviously forecast for a lot of rain this weekend, and we know that. Uh, well, I always say, I always say, I'm a Victorian, but I always say when it rains in Queensland, it dead set buckets down. But the amazing thing is, Toowoomba, that well, the track seems to handle quite a lot of rain, doesn't it? It does. Uh, it, it handles a lot of rain. We're very lucky with that. Uh, it's starting to get a bit of a wear and tear, but I mean that's this time of the year and uh, no growth. But look, overall, it's it, the track is pretty good. It's very good, really, considering now, the conditions we've had for the last two months. Rex, for the punters, uh, <laughs> when it does rain at Toowoomba, what's the pattern? Is there a particular pattern there? Look, it all depends on the on the track itself of, of the day. Sometimes the leaders track, sometimes it's come back. Uh, midfield, look, overall, it's a varying track. You've nearly got to get your, your idea from the first couple of races and uh, work on that from there on for the rest of the meeting. That's that's the way I look at it. I mean, if you're in the first race, you, you take pot luck which way you want to go. Mm-hmm. But it all depends where the rail is. If the rail's out and, uh, you know, the rail's out, it's always normally is a uh, up on the pace track. But if it rails in, well, the horses come from anywhere. Rex, the stables—that's a good part about it. Stables been in in good form of late, and simply fly. This is a horse that obviously he's got enormous ability. This horse, but he he can mix it up, can't he? Well, he mix he can mix it up. We've uh, we you know we've shuffled the riders around a little bit, trying to get something different. But the last two runs is, uh, have been very good runs, without a lot of luck. He. Uh, yeah, like when Joe rode him the other day, he wanted to over-race a little bit, uh, but he got him out of the barriers. The thing was, before, he wasn't getting out of the barriers. He wasn't beginning and getting too far back. And uh, on Saturday, another little quirk we found out, he's, he's probably better off with a bit more room. He doesn't like it on the fence too much. 
But uh, look, one of these days he's going to put it all together and he could be a very good horse. But I still think he's six months away in his in his mind. That's the thing with the horse. He's been a, a backward horse with a lot of ability. That's where it's got him so far. I remember Steph Thornton riding him uh, going back probably a couple of preparations ago, Rex, and, and, and she said he had a real bag of tricks by the, at that stage. Uh, is he getting better? I know you just said then he's another six months away, but is he improved since then? He definitely, he's definitely improving in his in his uh, ways. That's for sure. He, uh, you know, he's he's a little horse. Some mornings, if you you went to Sammy and Dave, you give you give him a kick in the guts, he drop you. <laughs> but he's, uh, he, and even now, he's sort of one of those little horses that uh, uh, if you want to, if he, he'll go out on the track when he wants to go out, and you go out at his speed. You try to sh- shuffle him up a little bit. Well, he disagrees with that sort of. That's the sort of horse he is. Plans going forward for him? Has he gone for a break? No, he'll go around in next Saturday. Yep. In the, uh, um, God, what is it? There's a race next Saturday for him. And uh, he'll we'll probably go for a little break after that. Yep. Yeah, we know. When, yes. he, when he puts his best foot forward, uh, he's just so exciting, isn't he? Well, he's got electrifying finish, which is, uh, I suppose, in his three-year-old days, he's probably just, a better horse than all of the others, but with his, with his like he could run a, he can run an exceptional the last six hundred. Uh, even when he gets beaten, you look his where he was in the, in the race at the six hundred, and how far he gets beaten. His his sectionals for the last six hundred are amazing, really. It just depends. But now we got him up racing a little bit closer. Uh, things could be uh, a little bit more exciting for him. Yeah, and I think if obviously if he can jump and do that himself, as as you've already highlighted, uh, even like saying when you're trying to, if you want to hurry him up getting out on the track, those sort of horses with that nature, if you jump and drive them mad, that they'll go the other way, won't they? They will. Look, he's a little horse too. If you jump him and and, and really push him hard early, he'll just get up in the bit and want to want to charge. Yeah. So we've got to try and get that happy medium with him. We we are so far succeeding at the moment. We're uh, well, I'm very pleased with the, the direction he's actually taking now, and I think he's a horse. If you're a little bit nervy on him, he can feel it. Yeah. And uh, and with two southern riders that didn't know the horse this last time, he uh, he raced exceptionally well and uh, no, no problems in the race except. Jay said uh, the other day, he said, I think he's probably a better horse if you ride him ugly, not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably, uh, that sums him up. He's got to, you try, you've got to try and get out wide and let him uh, finish it off. But he sort of hesitates a little bit when he was on the fence. So uh, as I've never heard him say, you ride him ugly, and that's probably the way to ride him. But <laughs> that's a new saying to me, but there you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've got the good mare, Tycoon Evie, going around in the final race uh, this afternoon at the Sunshine Coast uh, Rex. Now, looking at her wet track form, and we are going to have a wet track, there's no doubt about that. Heavy, she hasn't placed at her one go, and she hasn't won in five goes, but she has placed twice on soft. She's obviously a, a better mare on top of the ground. Definitely a better mare on top of the ground. She's been racing, racing well on soft tracks. Unfortunately, we're only going to get a softer or heavy tomorrow. Or today, I should say. And uh, look, it's one of those things we've got to just take the ball and see what happens. But I'd love to get a, to get around with her. And uh, because I want to start her in the uh, Pam O'Neill next week over the mile. So if I don't, if something happens, we don't finish the meeting off or something like that, well, I'll just have to work 
work a few little magic tricks, hopefully, and uh, <laughs> get it on the Pamone needle next week. She was very good in the Waterhouse. Oh, that was a very nice run, very good run. She uh, she probably just about in the in the last twenty, she's probably just faded a little, uh, well, not faded, but flattened. But uh, saying that, she hadn't run a race for a couple of weeks or three weeks or something like that. And she is a very good race doer, so she can get away on in a little bit. But uh, so I've been kept right on top of that now, and uh, we hopefully she gets she'll race more. The weights the weights got is going to be a big charge for her. But you know, sixty and a half, or what do you do? And she shouldn't. Well, technically, I suppose you shouldn't put her in those sort of races, but. We had her in the glass house, but but uh, we missed out going around the glass house. So we this is our second choice. Now you've got the uh, the first starter going around uh, in the first race uh, tonight or this afternoon in Lord Profit from a wide gate for Sky Bogan Huber. A couple of trials, Rex. Uh, what can you tell us about Lord of, Profit? Lord Profit, he's a he's a horse that uh, I think is going to be better in uh, six months' time. He's still very. Uh, He's a very forward horse, but he's a, with maturity, he's going to be a very nice horse later on. And I'm, that's what I'm looking forward for. Get you know, one or two runs, and then we'll uh, probably just put him out and give him a nice little break and bring him back as a three-year-old, I think. And the breed, his breeding, uh, say they've got more three-year-olds and four-year-olds, more three-year-olds and four-year-olds. So that's the sort of the way we'll be heading forward with him. And But he'll race a very nice race. And is it fair to say... Is it fair to say, Rex, horses that are a bit like that, you know, like they need a bit of time, but at the same time, you, you want to get them to the races and just have, a, you know, just have the day out or obviously a couple of runs and, and then they can go out in the paddock and they they wise up a bit better in that time they have off? Oh, there's no risk about that. I mean, I've got a lot of good horses I've had over the years. Uh, you, you know, your first one and two runs, if you know they've got ability and they put in chockers, well, you don't worry about it. You know, you're going to have something very nice when they come back because they've got a lot of they're learning to do. Some are quick learners, some are slow learners, and uh, some have got it just like overgrown kids too and they <laughs> can't put their legs down properly. So at the end of the day, you've, that's what you've got to work out for yourself and uh, don't overdo them early. I mean, I'm, I'm not a really a two-year-old trainer. I, you know, I'll win two-year-old races if I can, but... I don't, I don't push any of my horses to that stage where uh, I give them four or five runs and think I might have something next. But I do that. I give them the one or two runs and turn them out and uh, and sort of just work on them and see it. Keep an eye on. See, I spell majority of my own horses. I see them every day, and you see how they're developing and how they, what they're doing in the paddock and that sort of thing. When they're ready to come back in, they come back in. If they're not still walking around like a miserable horse, well, you don't worry about them. You sleep there until they start to brighten up in the paddock and want to run around and show, play and that sort of thing. That's when you, you bring them in and, uh, you know, the, the growth is, uh, the growth spurts over and they're, and they're uh, looking forward to doing something. Great insight there. Now, Aqua Alta, now she's a mare that's taken uh, a good bit of time. She's had a run at Toowoomba on the heavy eight and wasn't beaten far, but then backed it up with a, a good win at Dolby last time round. Yeah, well, I mean, I never, uh, I got it from, uh, she came from Rockhampton to me. Uh, they had a few little, she had a few little quirks and perks. And anyway, I've, I've ironed that all out for the, for the owner, the lovely owners. And 
we've got her going. She's she's a mare that I think has got uh, a a reasonable amount of ability to go on with it. She's still learning. Uh, she's a very long striding mare, and she uh, to do what she did at Dolby didn't surprise me. But uh, you know, we're she's still early goes with her, but I think we'll probably give her one or two more runs if we, if. This might even be a last run this prep. We'll give her a nice break and uh, ring her out. But I think we'll have something that's handy enough to go to, to Brisbane with. That's what I think it is of, of her at the moment, the way she's going and the way she's improving. Now, you round out the meeting at uh, Toowoomba tonight uh, with Damiani in race number seven, the final race. And uh, looking at the gear changes here, you put the tongue tie on this filly. Yeah, well, I had it on them before. And she was... I don't know why I did it, but just so we played around with it. We're trying to get it to race a little bit better. Anyway, and my good work rider, he said, oh, how about we put a tongue tie on her? And uh, she's not choking down or anything, making any noises or anything. But he came back and she said she was a much happier horse in the gallop. So uh, back with a tongue tie and uh, hopefully if she can break that bloody maiden for us. She's, she's been a bit, uh, what would you say, desperate. You get a winner out of her. <laughs> well, she's lining <laughs> she's up for start fifteen. Yeah, well, she's a big strong. She's not. She's a big filly, but not a strong filly. And I think, you know, she's another one that's probably six or eight months away from being showing her full potential. But it'd be lovely to get a great winner out of her and, and uh, probably move her on or do something with her. You got the right man on board, Kenji. You shared how Kenji goes out and he always gives him every hope, doesn't he? Oh, he does. The kamikaze, I told him, call him. He's, uh, <laughs> there's no pat with Kenji's riding. He tries to, he, he, look, he does what you want him to do, and uh, sometimes he forgets to go to B, but uh, <laughs> the uh, majority, majority of the time, he's, you know, look, he's been with me for a long time, so I I take a bad ride with a good ride and go from there. But, you know, Kenji's pretty, he's been very honest with me. That's what I like about it. And uh, if you say, I want you to ride this one on Saturday, it's under the one ball. He'll still do it, you know. Yeah. And that's, and I think there's a little, little bit of loyalty like that goes all the way with me. That's right, and uh, it's good, Rex. It's good old school uh, because we don't see we don't see much of it uh, these days. Now it's uh, it's so competitive, isn't it? Well, you know, they you know, give a horse a ride a couple of times, and uh, you know damn well it's going to improve a lot. But they jump ship pretty quick. <laughs> Somebody else offers them. Uh, a ride, you know, especially these horses coming up and down south, that sort of thing. They, they're pretty quick to uh, jump ship. But anyway, one day they'll jump over the side and not get back up. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. Well, Rex, best of luck today at uh, at the sunny coast and then on to tonight uh, at Toowoomba. No, it'll be great to try and get a winner up, but uh, just hope the weather stays kind for us today. That's what we've got to ask, ask for. That's it. Fingers crossed. All the best, Rex. Thanks, Rex. Thank you. Thank you. There is Rex. He's, uh, he's a good man, isn't he? He does a great job with his horses and a uh, good trainer. And yeah, he's just uh, uh, all around good bloke. He is. Rex Lip. He's a superstar. So, uh, and I think Aqua Alta, gee, it's well placed in, uh, in that race. Um, you know, made good improvement from first up to second up. And it'll be hard to beat in that race. Yeah, it's a few in that race. So uh, a few scratchings won't go astray either. Okay, let's take a break, and when we come back on the other side, I think we might get into a few tips for the meeting tonight at uh, Toowoomba. 
and we'll get JD on the line. We'll change things up a little bit uh, this week, Chris. So we'll, we'll have a bit of a tipping competition between us all. Yeah, yeah. I'll add one into it, make it a bit more. You, you guys had it too easy for too long. Good times. <laughs> You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Now, Chris, I've uh, seen we've uh, lost that. Well, I've lost my captain here on the Darling Download. and on. And it's a, it's a new look, Darling Download. Uh, and but we want to keep on Jonathan Davies, who is our tipping superstar. Uh, well, obviously that goes up against me every week, but now we're going to have a, a field of three. So yep. you're going to be included, Jonathan Davies from Aquas Farm, uh, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility, Queensland's breeders' number and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. JD, welcome. You're happy to keep tipping here on the Darling Download. Hey, Sammy. Yeah, I am. I uh, found a little bit of form last week and I uh, think it'll continue on this weekend, hopefully. So we, we're resetting, are we? Back to zero for everybody. Yeah, Is we're that... back to zero okay yeah, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, good goal. <laughs> right. Well, I'll let you start, JD. Uh, uh, are you, have you got one in Toowoomba for us? I do. I've got, uh, I went uh, Toowoomba Race 6, number three, Turbo Art. Uh, I was on this fellow last. Time. I think uh, gets the services of JP Stanley and oh, just has to negate a bit of a sticky draw, but I think it should be too good for them. Did you watch that race last start? Because I tipped it last start. It's, I swear it crossed the line first. <laughs> yeah, I was on it. I actually tipped it on this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it did, but then they showed the lowest shot and I thought, uh-oh, maybe not. <laughs> wow. Which way are you going, Chris? Yeah. Uh, well, I had Turbo Art down as one of my three for Toowoomba, so I'll have to change that now. I'll go with uh, race four, number three, Wind Jana. Okay. Jake Malloy. Yeah, I think it'll be hard to beat. Uh, also, I am with race five, number one, Sequisi. Uh I think that's how you pronounce it, Sequisi. Uh, Sequisi, I think it is. Sequisi. Yeah, I, I think, think so. uh, I think it'll be uh, really hard to beat, and it's found the right race. Righto, JD, sunny coast. Which way are you going there? Uh, race three, number eight, Goldsborough for Jack Duncan, uh, home track. And uh, I think the rain around helps him. And the other two favourites, uh, I don't think will appreciate it too wet. So uh, I hope it keeps raining. And Goldsborough should, should hopefully uh, get the cash. Head to head, JD. Race three, number five, Kingston's here. One of those favourites that you mentioned might not handle it. Ooh. I hope you're wrong. There's uh, there's a bit of confidence in both camps there. Uh, I am going race one, number nine, Badush. A uh, little bit concerned how much rain we get. I know it uh, isn't got great heavy track form, but uh, I think it'd be hard to beat there. Where are you going nationally, JD? Uh, nationally, I'm going the Gold Coast. Race three, number four, Camelango. Um, first up off a good trial win. Um beat Kalishnikov in a trial. It had two starts last prep. It was caught wide in the uh, in its first up start and and um, pulled up uh, pulled up distressed after the second run went for a spell. Trial's good and I think it runs into a very winnable race and should be way too good. Chris O. I'm going to Rose Hill, Sam. <laughs> race four, number five, Black Queen for Chris Waller and Karen McAvoy. Could be very wet at Rose Hill. They're expecting three hundred odd mils. Really? <laughs> so uh, oh, <laughs> might need oars, but um, look, this horse, Black Queen, looking for twenty four hundred. 
might feel like 2,800 by the time they run it. But anyway, I think she's uh, very close to a win. So race four, number five, Black Queen. And I am going to headquarters, Flemington race seven, number one, Sava 2XL. I think, uh, yeah, it's it it's just loves uh, the trip, doesn't he? And, yeah, I think, um, you know, he was good in the Goodwood. I think uh, this is... This is a good race for him, so I think uh, that can he can come out on top. Race seven, number one at Flemington. Well, thanks very much, JD. Best of luck for the weekend. Uh, JD, of course, is from Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland's breeders' number one supporter. All the best for the weekend. All the best. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Cheers. JD. There is JD. Now yep. on to uh, my Toowoomba tips, Chriso, uh, for... Uh, this meeting tonight, and I think uh, it's a good meeting here it uh, tonight. It's it's pretty deep. So, uh, look, I was I was a little bit uh, found this a little bit tricky the first race with uh, quite a few first starters, but I liked the Lindsay Goff runner from the Good Gate Viminal. I was going uh, that way in the first race. So number six, race two. Number seven, Chatty Lady for Justin Stanley and Mark Curry. I think it'll be improved from first up, 1,100 on its home track. Uh, you know what they say, mares on their home tracks, the quirky horses that they are. I think... Uh, I thought it was mares in form, or is it both? It's a filly anyway. Philly's <laughs> on their home track. <laughs> well, it will track. be a yeah, mare eventually. Fi- that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she's well-placed in, in that race. Race three... I have gone with number three, Lisa Louise, another for Mark Curry and uh, Justin Stanley. I think Judd's making the trip up there with a good book of rides, uh, obviously getting support from the, the good Curry stable, so it's going to be hard to beat there. On to race four, and you have already tipped this one, Winjana. I like Winjana here for Jake Malloy, two kilos off for Hatchie. Just doesn't look a lot of depth in that race and, and uh, can be... Uh, Pretty hard to beat there. Race five, number one, Sequisay. Is that what we're Sex, saying? Sequisay. 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 From the good gate, Jake Malloy again uh, from the Sears camp. Uh, they're, they're on their home track. And, uh, yeah, another filly on her home track uh, looking for it to run well. Race six, number four, Songzilla. First up. For Alana Allen from Gate One, Paul Butterworth trains his horse. I think it'll be forward, and uh, it's found its right race here. Uh, it's got form over the uh, this sort of trip, and I think that's important. Those short course races, uh, you know, horses that are effective at, you know, it's dead set jump and run, isn't it? Eight hundred meters, and this horse has got uh, plenty of speed about it, so it'll be thereabouts. And onto the last, oh my gosh! Don't tip Epic Love. I've tipped it. I have tipped it <laughs> three times. Oh, my the gosh. Bookies have built this thing, a dead statue set, of this thing. Dead set. Here I was last night going through these races, and I'm going, are you serious? Are you going to tip it? No. Glove? I'm going to tip it. It's drawn gate one. What? I'm going to tip it. It's surely. Just having a look here. Surely it's got to win. Well, that's what I think I've heard and said and about its last five runs. <laughs> Dollar sixty five, two dollars seventy, four forty. The last three runs, and uh, yeah, gee, it's one paced, uh, very, very one paced. Anyway, epic love at start number ten. Come on, I think there's a hurdling career there for epic love. 
could be. Could be. I tell you, well, it's reliable man out of Zabil Mare. Uh, it should go a couple of laps, shouldn't it? So, so the trip won't worry it, that's for sure. Well, there we are. The Darling Download done and dusted for the new look, Darling, Darling Download. Well done, Chris O. Thanks for Thanks, Sammy. coming on board. And let's hope uh, we have a winning weekend. All the best, punters.